children of God, I greet each of you once again in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church, Kinston, North Carolina, USA. Uh, And we'd like to welcome you to another edition of Living the Word where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people all over the world. We are very thankful and rejoicing. We will start announcing these as churches come into the fold and join up with our ministry in Tanzania. Uh, Bishop John has joined up with us. He had a meeting just yesterday with over 450 people there. They are getting ready for us. We look forward to being down there with them. Uh, God is opening doors for the Christian Center Church worldwide and spreading his gospel in the four corners of the earth. Bishop John, we want to congratulate you for a fine job that you are doing in the country of Tanzania. 
For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know we have been working on our most recent topic entitled what? The Call. The Call. God let us know early that it is important what we call people, places, and things. Because the calling things the wrong thing can have you dealing with things the wrong way and getting a very different result uh, as a result and than you expect by calling things and dealing with them the wrong way. So we want to make sure we call things the right thing, call things what God calls things. God never calls people, places, or things by the wrong name. If God call you a snake, that's because that's what you are. If God call you a dog, then that's because what, what you are. If God, whatever God call you, is right. You know, if God call you whitewashed tombs, like He called the religious leaders in Jesus' day, and you can believe, then that's that's what they were. So we want to get into the habit, not hearing what people say about people, places, or things, but to hear what God says about people, places, and things. We're going to take a look this evening at the book of John, chapter 10, with a special focus on verse 35. John, chapter 10, verse 35. From the New International Version, our scripture reads, if he Call them gods to whom the word of God came. And scripture cannot be set aside or broken. Look at verse 36. What about the one whom the Father set apart as his very own sent into the world? Why then do you accuse me of blasphemy? Because I said I am God's son. Once again. If he called them gods to whom the word of God came, then the scripture cannot be set aside. What about the one whom the Father set apart as his very own and sent into the world? Why then do you accuse me of blasphemy? Because I said I am God's son. Working off of our topic, what? The called. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, we adore you. We reverence you, give you praise, glory, and honor, because you are God, and besides you there is none other. We ask, Father, that you'll speak to us this evening, that we may hear from you and better understand your will, your word, and your way, that we may walk more perfectly in your sight. Forgive us of our sins and our iniquities, which we have committed against you. We ask, Heavenly Father, for you to lead and guide us tonight in the way that we should go, that your name may be praised, honored, and reverenced. In Jesus' mighty and precious name, we pray that the people of God say amen. Amen. John 10, 
fields with the good shepherd. How he lays down his life for the sheep. We understand that. But many of the religious leaders had problems with Jesus' claims of being the Son of God. And Jesus had to explain to them a little more thoroughly to help them understand how God was doing this thing. A lot of times people have problem with a thing until it explain it is explained to them a little more thoroughly. They had problems. Jesus calling himself the Son of God. Look at verse thirty four. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law? In other words, Jesus said, Look, I'm not saying anything that what you're familiar with, which is your own law, says to you every single time. And see, that's what's going on with some of you all that are following this broadcast. See, You've had problems with different things that I have said. Yet, then the conflict comes because when you look right in your Bible, it be right there. Now, you heard your leaders or your religious establishment say one thing, but when you look right in your Bible, it be right there. Same thing that Jesus dealt with 2,000 years ago. His religious leaders had gotten away from what the word actually said. So when Jesus came proclaiming the plain truth of the word, that was strange to him. That was that was an enigma. That was difficult. And Jesus had to bring him back. And he said, look, he said, is it not written in your law? In, in other words, ain't this, ain't this what the word say? I'm saying something to you y'all have got so far away from, but I'm bringing you right back to what the word say. Some of you all out there under the sound of my voice, right, the reason why you're following this broadcast is because you have seen some things in the word that have been contrary to what your leaders or your bishops or your, but you're looking right at it in the word. So now you got to make a choice whether you're going to go with what is written in the word or what some man or some woman has said. Jesus said, is it not written in your law? Jesus said, I'm not saying something that you ain't looked at just about every day, that you ain't already studied. And you looked at it, but because y'all have gotten into the traditions of men and the customs of men and got into what man say, now what God says seems strange. But Jesus said, is it not written in your law? And what I want to encourage you to do, you better get into what is written in the word of God. Don't get caught up with what men have said. I don't even care if it's me. Get caught up in what the word says. If I'm saying something that is contrary to what the word of God says, get caught up in what the word says. Jesus said, is it not written in your law? I have said you are God. Now, that's what's written in the Word. God called us God. 
So you need to understand that out there under the sound of my voice. We're not just regular people, children of God. Listen, we will never cease to exist. People that you see are eternal beings. When you look at somebody or somebody has been alive, they are still alive somewhere. We are eternal. That means forever. You will exist. I will exist. How long? Forever, eternally. Jesus said, God calls us God. God calls us God. Now, how you think of yourself, who you think of yourself, you think you just a little old piece of, uh-uh. You, God calls you God. I said you are God. So so you need to get out of your mind that you ain't nobody or you ugly or you yeah, can't uh, can't do as good a job, but I, listen, God called me God. All I, I ain't got no better sense than to believe what God said about me. God and God called me a God. Now the question is, who you gonna believe? Whose report will you believe? Your report or somebody's report or God's report in re- about you? God called you are God. If he called them gods to whom the word of God came. Now, what you got to do? Some of you under the sound of my voice, you still ain't okay with this. All right, well, let's, let's, let's look at God called them gods to whom the word of God came. All right. Is the word of God coming to you right now? Yes or no? Yes? Huh? You say? Y'all say? Y'all, you, people out there now? Yeah, the word of God is coming to us. Well, then God says, to whom the word of God came, if I call them gods to whom the word of God came, then that means you. That means God called you a God. If the word of God is coming to you, you hearing the word of God, that means it's coming to you. Then God calls you God. You better understand that God sees us a lot differently than we see ourselves. You remember, and what God is bringing to my spirit now, God says, Robert, deal with this for a moment with my people. When the nation of Israel was about to go into the promised land, they sent some spies to go and check it out. Spies came back and said, we were grasshoppers in their sight. They saw themselves as grasshoppers. These were God's chosen people. God's, they saw themselves. Listen, I can't afford to see myself the way you see me. I can't, I can't afford to see myself the way my generation sees me or the way my neighbors see me. I got to see myself the way God sees me. Because y'all can see me all any kind of way. Some of y'all see me as tall. Hustle, you six foot five. You tall. I went over to China, played against two guys, one seven foot five, other one seven foot six. To them, I was short. I can't get caught up, you know, to, Apostle, you are dark. You you dark to white folk, but I see some of my brothers and sisters in Africa, their skin is much darker than mine, so I'm light. I can't get caught up in how you see me. How you see me flip-flop, go from place to place. You can't get up afford, child of God, to get caught up in how people see you. You better see yourself as God see you. Some people I'm short. Some people I'm tall. Some people I'm, I'm big. Some people I'm small. 
Some people I'm righteous. Some people I'm wicked. So I listen. I ain't got time for it. I ain't got time for y'all. I ain't got. You can see me any way you want to see me. But what you better do is you better see me like God see me. God say if my word is coming to you, I see you as a God. I he called them God to whom the word of God came. And the scripture cannot be broken. The scripture cannot be set aside. Is that right? Oh, well, then that's who I am then. Who God said I am. I'm here to let you know, child of God, that you are what? Who God said you are. Now, Jesus come back and say, look, what about the one whom the Father, Jesus said, now, we didn't got that straight, that all the word of God, all to be called a God by God is the word of God got to come to you. Jesus said, we didn't got that straight. Then he come down, verse 36, and say, what about the one whom the Father set apart as his very own and sent into the world? Now, now we done got we done got got that straight there. But now, what about the one that God has set apart and has sent into the world? Why then do you accuse me of blasphemy? Because I said I am God's son. Now, now, and, and what really blew their mind is us as children of God. Now we are God's sons too. See, when you don't know the scripture, when you don't have a revelation of the scripture, you will find yourself fighting against the truth and don't even know that you're fighting against the truth. You're fighting against what's right and you don't even know you're fighting against what's right when you don't know what's in scripture. That's why God tells us to study. Because, see, there may be some, they, they, in fact, there's some things in this book that we don't know. So you got to study so you don't be out here doing the wrong and thinking you're doing right. These religious leaders thought they was in they was on point telling Jesus that he was all calling people calling people gods and calling himself the son of God. They just knew Jesus was all and then Jesus had to break it down to him and explain it to him a little better. And then Jesus come back in verse thirty seven and it reminds me of a prophecy that God had given me around here some time ago. In verse 37, Jesus said, look, do not believe me unless I do the works of my father. You say, Apostle, why does that remind you of prophecy? God gave me a prophecy one time that one of our members, former members, was about to die. And told me that if they don't die soon, tell the people, tell the saints that are listening to you not to believe another word you say because you're a false prophet. I was like, Lord, he's a doubt. Jesus said, look. If I ain't doing the works of my father, don't believe me. Don't believe. Don't believe nothing I got to say then. The Lord said, look, if they don't die soon, don't believe nothing else you got to say, Robert Bryant. Tell them, tell your congregation not to believe nothing else you got to say. About two years later, my husband called me crying like a little baby. I had to tell the share with the congregation here that's this is so-and-so is there. Everybody looking at me with their mouth dropped open. I said, let's get worship started. Because God done said. Jesus done said here, do not believe me unless I do the works of my Father. And that's where we, that's, that's what we need to be looking for, children of God. See, first of all, you can't, you can't 
talk about the works of the Father or spot the works of the Father unless you know the works of the Father. That's why the adversary won't keep so many of us ignorant. Don't want so many of us to study the word, don't want us to know the word, don't want us to get up under the word. Because if you don't know what the works of the Father is, you can't tell when, when somebody's doing them or not. If, if you don't know the work, the word of God, then the adversary can come and have somebody doing anything in front of you, and you won't know that it's right. If you don't know the word, you wouldn't know that there ain't no pope in the church. There ain't no one apostle or one well, man of God that's over all the churches in the world. If you don't know the word of God, you you wouldn't you wouldn't know that. So you'd be running out there talking about the Pope coming to town next week. What is Pope? Where is that in the Bible? All kind of stuff. When you don't know what the word of God says, that's when that's why a lot of y'all doing a whole bunch of stuff. Crazy stuff. Because you don't know what the word says. So you just you just jump right on because somebody else told you. Because somebody else wearing it, say you're supposed to wear it. Somebody else doing it, say you're supposed to do it. Listen, know what the word of God says for yourself. Then Jesus came back and said, look, but if I do them, even though you don't believe me, believe the works. Jesus said, believe the works that you may know and understand that the Father is in me, and I in the Father. Again, they tried to seize him, but he escaped their grasp. Now, instead of taking this truth and and applying it and and accepting it as truth and looking at the validity of it, they tried to grab Jesus. Why? Because they were bent set on doing what they wanted to do instead of hearing things from God's perspective. But I'm here to let you know at the end of the sound of my voice. You're going to give an account. I'm going to give an account. We're going to give an account to God. God going to want to know why you ain't want to do things according to his perspective. Why? God be like, where where you get that from? What you doing right there? Where you get that from? Oh, Lord, they, they said, who is they? Who is they? Did I tell you to do that? Uh, I thought, see, I thought we get a whole lot of folks sent to hell. You better know what the word. Uh, there's no reason to be thinking when when God done, t- done told us right here in the word. Ain't no need to be thinking about nothing. When well, he done told us just what to do, he done told men just what to do. He done told women just what to do. He done told children just what to do. What you mean you thought? And right here in the word, it tell us just what to do. What is there to think? When God done told us here from Genesis to Revelation, everything we need to get from earth to glory, what you think? What what exactly are you thinking? Oh, you thought we we didn't have to contribute to the work of the ministry when God done told us to contribute to the work of the ministry? You thought we didn't have to contribute on Sunday when God done told us in his word that we should give on the first day of the week, which is Sunday? You thought as a man we didn't have to wash our wives with the word of God and God told us as husbands, wash your wife with the word of God? You done thought as a man that we didn't have to tell, bring up the children and God done told us in the word to bring up children. There's no excuse. And God done told us. You as a wife, you didn't think you had to obey your husband. Where did you, where God be like, where you get that from? 
some of y'all looking at me now in the spirit. Y'all looking for you didn't okay, as a wife, now you now you don't think you ain't gotta listen to your husband. Chew the head of the marriage. Where you get that from? Where's that in scripture? When did God change it? Now you can now you can be teaching men and usurping authority over men. Where is that in scripture? See, it's better to, to get stuff, to hash out stuff here than to get up on Judgment Day and be looking stupid. It's better. It's better. I'd rather be looking stupid here and be like, oh, Lord, I need to change this or I need to change that. Or I'd be like, yeah, now's the time. You don't want to get up on Judgment Day and be having to answer these kind of questions. It's about like, you know, I, I'd rather I'd rather deal with the law out of the courtroom than to get in the most times than to get in the courtroom and have and have to stand before the judge and be trying to explain stuff. Yeah, you know, I had a ticket one time. You know, no, I was speed. Let me go on and pay my lawyer to go on and pay that ticket off, and so I ain't even got to go to court. Right? They tried to seize. Me. Now they get now they got to explain that one before God on judgment. So God on judgment, here, here go God sitting there on, on, the, on the throne. So y'all tried to grab my son? Y'all tried to, to kill my son? Oh, no, Lord, we thought. Uh, 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 uh. You thought. He just finished explaining the word of God to you. What is there to think about? Other than match up what Jesus is saying with what the law is saying. And if Jesus is saying something that the law ain't saying, then, then deal with Jesus. But if Jesus is, is right in accordance with the law, then why are you fighting against him? Because that, that shows that what you're really fighting against is you're really fighting against the law. You're really fighting against, you're fighting against Jesus. That really shows that you're fighting against the word of God. And we don't want to do that, children of God. We got to make ourselves submit. Make ourselves submit. Flesh don't want to submit to the word of God. Yours, mine, his, hers, them, that don't want to submit. We got to make ourselves submit. It's called. God called them that the word of God. You have to understand my voice. You love the word of God coming to you, right, steady, and you constantly putting yourself in a position where the word of God can come to you. God call you gods. God call you gods. Ain't got nothing to do with Apostle Brian. Who am I? God said, I'm calling my people gods. Let's live up to our calling. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus, oh, bless that wonderful name of Jesus. Bless that wonderful name of Jesus. No other name I know. Oh, bless that wonderful name of Jesus. Oh, bless that wonderful name. 
donation can reach us through email at thechristensternchurch at gmail.com. Check out our website at www.ourchurch.com backslash member backslash t backslash tccc. Feel free to join us on Talk Shoes, Recast, YouTube, and iTunes at 9 a.m. 6 p.m. daily. On Talk Shoe, call 724-444-7444 and try ID 17959. On Recast, type Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christian Center Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our TalkShoe homepage. God bless you and heaven smile at you. In Jesus' name, amen.